This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the station. Good people, this is Destination Debbie. And y'all know what we do every single Saturday. And I guess if you're listening on the podcast, happy Monday to you. We talk about dynasty trades that happen over there with the squad members of Destination Debbie, patreon.com forward slash all gas. They're posting trades day and night, 24-7, over 700 members strong in the squad, dropping trades in the channel. And what we do in this show is we grade the trades on the merit, right? I'm not going to give you roster setting, league scoring, format, all that stuff, because it's only so like specific to a small set of individuals. So we just look at these trades on the merit. I give my input based on if it's super flex, single quarterback, tight end premium, yada, yada, yada. And then we just kind of talk shit about the trades or applaud them. And I love the comments. So please keep the comments coming. We announced it last episode, but Sleeper Wire, our good partners right there in the top left right corner, are the new show sponsors for this show. So make sure you check out the description because they are hosting a party at the Midwest Fantasy Expo in Canton, Ohio later this summer. Make sure you go get your tickets and rock with our partners, Sleeper Wire. But this past week, a lot of wild shit happened across the NFL landscape and therefore provided us an opportunity in Dynasty to make some moves to acquire some players, and the squad members did not disappoint. We saw Julio Jones get outed by Shannon Sharp on live TV, Tim Tebow catching passes as Jacksonville Jaguars tight end, as well as Todd Gurley potentially going to usurp DeAndre Swift in Detroit. So we definitely saw DeAndre Swift get traded like, crazy. And we're going to discuss some of those trades in this show. But we got to start off with the man, the myth, the legend, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, Julio Jones, and take a look at this deal featuring Julio right here. So Julio Jones was traded for Kenneth Gainwell, Tylen Wallace, a 2022 second round pick, and a 2022 third round pick. Listen, I don't know where this narrative that Julio Jones is washed has come from, But let's erase it from our memory. Let's get it out of our vocabulary because as long as Julio Jones is playing football, Julio Jones will be one of the best receivers this game has ever seen, and he's still at the peak of his powers. Yes, I know he dealt with some injuries in 2020, but when Julio is on the field, Julio is an absolute monster. And this trade right here, I don't care if you're a rebuilding team or a contending team, this is horrible value to get in return. If you are a rebuilding team, you hold Julio Jones, wait for him to get traded, wait for him to have some blow-up weeks, and then flip him for better return than Tylen Wallace, Kenneth Gainwell, a backup, backup running back, a backup, backup wide receiver, and two mid-round picks in 2022. This is just not a good deal. I don't know who got that side of this deal, but I'm hopeful, I am hoping that one of the squad members were was the individual who acquired Julio Jones because in this side of the trade, like it's a no-brainer for me. Give me Julio Jones over Gainwell, 
Tylen Wallace, a 2022 second and a 2022 third. That's just not good. Julio Jones, still a beast. Just dropped a film session on him. Make sure you check that out. Don't do this. If you're going to trade Julio, don't trade him for this. If anything, you might as well just keep him. Like, I don't want this. Bad trade. Don't like it. Give me Julio Jones over the four assets. Now we're going to dive into a series of DeAndre Swift trades. We've got three of them. Let's check them out. DeAndre Swift, as I said at the beginning, going to be usurped by Todd Gurley once he comes there and is already the backup running back to Jamal Williams, right? That's what Twitter tells me. So DeAndre Swift was acquired for a 2023 first and a 2022 first round pick. Love the Swift side of this deal. Like when we're looking at draft picks, especially picks like two years in advance, I just assume they're going to be mid to late picks. Like I'm not going to say it's going to be a number one pick or a top five, but just operate on the assumption that the draft picks you're trading for are going to be pick six and below. And if you're looking at 2023 and 2022, if we're talking at best case scenario, that's pick six. I still want DeAndre Swift over both of those picks. Now, I don't think this is a horrible deal for the team that got those two first. Like two firsts for DeAndre Swift, that's that's not a horrible return at all, right? And there is a chance that both of those picks are high first round picks. That, there's a chance, right? What if those ends up ends up being the one-on-one uh, every time? Like I don't know the probability of that actually happening, but... If it is, it's an excellent trade. But, you know, for now, for the rebuild, I would prefer DeAndre Swift over two sort of, we don't know what those picks could become. We do know that DeAndre Swift is a supremely talented running back that showed tons of flashes in his rookie season. And if this were me, I would love the DeAndre Swift side of this deal, but I don't hate the two picks. But give me DeAndre Swift over the 2023 first and the 2022 first. Now, We've got another DeAndre Swift trade. Now, this individual received DeAndre Swift in a 2022 second-round pick in exchange for Amari Cooper, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon, and the 204 in 2021. All right. I always start off by saying who got the best player in this deal. And I think there's an argument that, you know, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Swift, you know, I know CeeDee Lamb is in Dallas. I'm here in Dallas. I know Lamb is crazy good. But so is Amari Cooper, and he's got Dak Prescott back, which is a boon for the entire offense. So I'm just going to say, if this is single quarterback, if it's PPR, half-point PPR, I mean, if it's half-point PPR, DeAndre Swift over Cooper, I'll give the edge. If it's full PPR, I mean, they're close enough in value for me. So I'm just going to say, like, that's, like, washed Amari Cooper, DeAndre Swift, even though me personally, the way that I dynasty, I like to build through the running back position. Now... Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon in the 204 over the 2022 second. I, I think I, I want the package of players, right? I want Fournette. I want Dillon. I want the 204 in 2021, which could easily be Rondell Moore in a super flex league. That could be Kadarius Toney and potentially maybe small chances Trey Sermon or Rashad Bateman. So uh, I, I, I think this deal, I want Cooper, I want Fournette, I want A.J. Dillon, I want the 2021-204 over DeAndre Swift in the 2022 second. Like, I'm all in favor of going out and getting DeAndre Swift. I think this was a slight overpay to acquire Swift. I want the package of Cooper, Fournette, A.J. Dillon in the 204 over Swift in a 2022 second. So let's dive into Swift trade number three. All right. This one, DeAndre Swift was acquired, same dynasty manager. So let's see, got Swift again. He did the right thing. He, he, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news. 
Dude went out there and got DeAndre Swift because people are really tripping about Todd Gurley and Jamal Williams. So he acquired DeAndre Swift, the 309 in 2021, and the 404 in 2021 for Tariq Cohen, the 111, and the 112. So he gave up two first-round picks. Tariq Cohen is irrelevant. Like, okay, let me not be rude. Tariq Cohen and the two picks that he acquired, the 309 and the 404, those cancel out. So now the real question about who won this side of the deal is in a single quarterback league, you're looking at 111, 112, big three running backs off the board. You're not getting one of those. You're probably not getting the top four receivers. You're not getting Kyle Pitts. So now you're thinking about, you know, Michael Carter, Trey Sermon, Rondell Moore range. Are those two players more valuable than DeAndre Swift? Superflex. Let's just take it to Superflex real quick. In Superflex, that's Javante Williams. That's Mac Jones. That's potentially the the uh, what's his name? Devontae Smith. That's you know, that's Rashad Bateman. So let's say it's a quarterback, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith. Mac Jones and Rashad Bateman. Mac Jones and Javante Williams or DeAndre Swift. I like Swift. I like Swift. In Superflex, I believe I would prefer the two picks, the back of the first round. Single quarterback league, I want DeAndre Swift because there's no way you're getting a running back there at the 111 and 112 in single quarterback leagues. So if this is a super flex league, I prefer the picks. It's really the 111 and 112 for DeAndre Swift. I know what those players could be in super flex. Like we've got ADP, we've got data, we've seen these players fall. And I've been in plenty of drafts where, you know, Javonta Williams falls to the 110, 111. Shouldn't, but he does, especially if there's premiums involved. If Mac Jones gets picked higher, if Zach Wilson gets picked higher, if it's a single quarterback league, I definitely want the Swift side. So depending on how this league is set up, and I don't know many people who still play in single quarterback leagues, I would prefer the DeAndre Swift side of it. If it's super flex, I think there's another conversation to be had. But who got the who's the best player acquired? That's how I start everything out. DeAndre Swift was the best player acquired, so I don't think that was a bad side for DeAndre Swift, uh, the, the manager who got Swift, but I like the 111 and 112 if it's a super flex. This is a good trade. Good trade. Now, let's take a look at a trade involving Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy and Mac Jones were acquired in this deal for Darius Slayton, Henry Ruggs, Van Jefferson, and Miles Sanders. So really... It was Jerry Judy and Mac Jones for Miles Sanders because, I mean, Slayton, I think his time is probably going to be up very soon in New York. Van Jefferson, still don't know what he's going to become, but the fact that they drafted Tutu Atwell in the second, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Van Jefferson. And Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is not a number one. He's probably not a number two, but he only had like 46 targets last year, so he can't really go be any worse than he was last year. He's only got to go up, right? How much further up he can go, I'm not sure. But I want Jerry Judy over, you could have offered me Slayton, Ruggs, and Jefferson, and I wouldn't have given up Jerry Judy, period. So, like, Jerry Judy is better. He equals and exceeds those three players. And then if we're talking... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Superflex, which that's the only reason I'm assuming Mac Jones was acquired. I want Mac, I want the quarterback over the quarterback and Judy over Miles Sanders. And I I'm not the biggest Miles Sanders fan. I'm not this Miles Sanders truther. I think he's a fine running back. I think he's a good running back. I think he's an RB1, low-end RB1 when he's playing high-end RB2. You know, with Jalen Hurts taking some rushes away, I think it's going to be good for Miles Sanders. But in this side of the deal, I'd much rather Jerry Judy and Mac Jones over, for me, Miles Sanders and a bunch of pieces that you're just adding into other trades to try to get something done. So, Give me Jerry, Judy, and Mac Jones. Love that side of the trade. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Now, right here, uh, rookie euphoria. That's that's all I can say. Rookie euphoria, rookie fever, rookie syndrome caused this trade to happen. So, DK Metcalf, Denzel Mims, and a 2022 first-round pick were acquired for Kyle Pitts and Travis Etienne. One more time. DK Metcalf, one of the best young wide receivers in the league. Denzel Mims, don't forget, he was a high second round pick last year, and a lot of people love them some Denzel Mims. He's got a new quarterback and a 2022 first for Pitts and ETN. ETN is my RB2. At one point, he was RB3 in the 2021 class for me. Kyle Pitts, we know he's great. I just I don't see a world in which I'm trading DK Metcalf Mims in a first for ETN and Kyle Pitts. I just I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Give me DK Metcalf. Like if you're give me DK Metcalf and Denzel Mims over Travis ETN. And then you're talking about the 2022 first for Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I'll take Kyle Pitts over that. But I mean, I just this this trade right here, I want Metcalf. I don't know why there's like panic. I feel like there's some weird market correction of DK Metcalf. Like for a point in time last season, the whole narrative surrounding DK Metcalf was he's the wide receiver one in Dynasty. Now he's outside of everyone's top five. He's outside of people's top eight. Now he stinks, right? For for what reason, I don't know. But I want the young stud, the young freak. Give me Denzel Mims. 
Give me DK Metcalf and give me a 2022 first for Kyle Pitts and Travis Etienne. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. But, you know, and, and it, even if you're in a rebuild, like Metcalf is what, 22, 23 years old? Like he's not even close to his prime yet. He's not even close to his prime. He's going into his third season. He's just getting better and better and better. And he's tethered to a Hall of Fame quarterback. I want DK Metcalf. Like, that's the side of the deal I want on this one. This was easy for me. Easy, easy trade. All right. Here we go. Got some quarterbacks. Got a quarterback getting moved. So we got Baker Mayfield, a 2022 first, and the 206 in 2021 being acquired for Josh Jacobs, Daniel Jones, and Chase Claypool. Best player in this deal, Superflex, is Baker Mayfield. Best player in this deal. So I start there. I already lean the Baker side. So Baker Mayfield over Daniel Jones, I think we all agree with that. At least I hope we all agree there. Chase Claypool, tremendous flashes as a rookie. I mean, exceeded all my expectations for him. And then Josh Jacobs. Man... I, I just don't understand why they don't throw him the ball. Then they bring in Kenyon Drake. And then he's like losing snaps to Devontae Booker and Jalen Rashad. I, I don't know what Jacobs is going to be, you know, long term. Right now, for me, he's a high end RB2 with RB1 upside. This one is tough because I, I think I liked the Baker, the first, and the 206. 206, you're looking at Kadarius Tony. Michael Carter, Trey Sermon's probably not going to be there. Damn sure not in a one-quarterback league. I mean, one QB league, the 206 stinks, right? Superflex league, it's a little better. You got, you know, you're probably staring down Kadarius Toney at that point, right? So, or Pat Fryermuth, tight end premium, something around there. But I, I do think that Jacobs, Daniel Jones, and Claypool is the side of the deal that I want. And when I first saw this trade, I was like, oh, I want Baker the first in the 206. But I believe that, you know, Claypool and Jacobs, what they can become for you, even if not elite, they're going to score you fantasy points opposed to the 206. We don't know what Michael Carter is going to do. We don't know what Dwayne Estridge could do. And then the 2022 first, that doesn't help you at all right now. And if we project that to be mid to late, you know, Eric Gray, you're talking about, you know, maybe a receiver like George Pickens slips to you. A bunch of quarterbacks are there in the Superflex League. You'll probably have your pickings of an Isaiah Spiller, one of the top running backs, my top running back in 2022. But this this trade, I want Jacobs, I want Daniel Jones, and I want Chase Claypool. I think this was good work. I think this was good work. All right, going to get a little Debbie. Let's get a little college into the mix right here. So I know you see this, and you see who the hell is D. Walker from Houston and T. Galilee from Green Bay. Those are Debbies. So those two players are Eric Gray, running back from Oklahoma, and Kayshawn Boutte, wide receiver from LSU. So Boutte and Eric Gray were traded for T. Higgins, or the guy received T. Higgins and sent away Kayshawn Boutte and Eric Gray. Boutte is my top receiver in 2023. He's phenomenal. He's a future wide receiver one. He's a stud. He's great. He's awesome. Eric Gray, love Eric Gray. He was my pick for sophomore sensation breakout in 2020, and it didn't quite happen because of what we had to endure this past 2020 season with COVID. But right now, he's my RB3, potentially RB4 in the 2022 class. And we know that T. Higgins has target competition with Jamar Chase. 
I just posted a video about T. Higgins. I don't think there's anything to worry about with T. Higgins in 2021 and beyond. I think he and Jamar Chase can truly form the next like Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden tandem in the league. I think they could be the best two young wide receiver duo, the best wide receiver duo in the NFL, like in the next couple of years. So if I'm looking at this, do I want T. Higgins now? And, you know, maybe he's a consistent thousand yard receiver, or do I want the upside of what Kayshawn Boutte and Eric Gray could be? I think I got to go T. Higgins. As much as I love Boutte and as much as I love Eric Gray, like Boutte is two years away, right? He He's not even eligible until 2023. And we don't know what happens, right? Like we'd like to think that as soon as they're draft eligible, these players declare, but we've seen it with Najee Harris. We saw it with Travis Etienne. We saw it with Devontae Smith. The players come back for their senior season for a variety of reasons. Now, historically, LSU gets them in and gets them out, but you just never know. And that's the risk in Debbie, right? With Debbie, I mean, there were players like DeMond Demas who was being drafted in the first round of Debbie drafts, and now he's like buried on the Texas A&M depth chart. And right now they're saying it's not even looking good for him to be a starter here in 2021. So that's the risk you run with Debbie players. I think this side of the coin, I would prefer the T. Higgins deal. Give me T. Higgins. Give me the player that I know that damn near had 1,000 receiving yards as a rookie last year, catching passes from Brandon Allen, and I think Ryan Finley played for a little bit. Give me T. Higgins. I like T. Higgins over the two Debbies, Kayshawn Boutte and Eric Gray. Now let's take a look at this deal featuring Ezekiel Elliott and Alvin Kamara. So... Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray were acquired for Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, and Adam Thielen. So flip-flop top RBs, flip-flop those handcuffs, and then add in an Adam Thielen. Love Alvin Kamara. Love Alvin Kamara. I think Zeke Elliott is being severely underrated in redraft formats as well as Dynasty. Zeke didn't have Dak. Zeke didn't have half, half his offensive line. In last season, right? We don't we don't have to keep reiterating how wild last season was for everybody. Zeke is still one of the top running backs in the NFL. His offensive line is back and healthy. He has his quarterback back and healthy. A dynamic passing attack. I want Zeke. I want Zeke. I want Zeke in Dynasty. I want him in redraft leagues. And when we're just talking about the handcuffs, right? I want Tony Pollard over Lat Murray any day of the week. And then you throw in a splash of Adam Thielen for me, of you know, wide receiver two, wide receiver three. I don't care how much depth you have, single quarterback, super flex. Give me Zeke and Pollard and Adam Thielen over Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. That's just where I'm at. You know, AK 41 is dope. He's he's fantastic. And we saw him be successful at times with Taysom Hill on the field. And if Jameis Winston takes over, then even better, right? And Kamara's got the type of game that I do think will age a little bit better than Zeke, right? When Kamara's done being, which he's never really been, just at the primary ball carrier, his skills in the receiving game will keep him around in the NFL for probably a lot longer than Zeke. But we're talking about, you know, three to four years. I think Zeke is still going to be a prime running back, being slept on quite a bit. He's still a hammer. He's still good. He's still in probably the best offense in the NFL. Give me Zeke, Pollard, and Thielen over Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara. All right, so the last trade we're going to look at, let's take a look at this deal. And again, it's it's rookie fever. It's rookie euphoria. We saw T. Higgins and Jerry Judy traded for Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, or Jamar Chase. 
let's just say Jamar Chase goes out and does what Justin Jefferson does. He's a 1,400-yard receiver in his rookie season, and he's just going to get 1,400 yards every year. Jerry Judy and T. Higgins are 1,000-yard receivers. Every single year, they're going to get you 1,000-plus yards. And I think Jerry Judy, you know, talked about him on a film session, right, is the next coming of Stephon Diggs. He's Stephon Diggs 2.0. I think he's going to be a perennial 12, 1,300-yard receiver once they finally get him a quarterback in Denver. T. Higgins is going to still do his thing in Cincinnati. So if I'm the person who gave up Chase, like, you gave up T. Higgins to get Chase when you had Jerry Judy, like, this... This trade just doesn't make sense to me. This trade is just someone who has a hard-on for Jamar Chase, and they overpaid to get him. And if you were the side that got T. Higgins and Jerry Judy, fantastic. Like, bravo to you. I I want those two receivers over Jamar Chase, as great as I think he is. Give me T. Higgins. Give me Jerry Judy over Jamar Chase. Single quarterback, Super flex, tight end premium, none of that shit matters. I want T, I want Jerry Judy. Jamar Chase is dope. Don't think I'm slighting him. But I just think that was a bad deal to give up those two young, talented, second-year wide receivers for this incoming rookie. But to each his own. There it is. Another Dynasty trade show in the books. Episode 17, 18, whichever one it is. Uh, big thanks to the patrons. Destination Debbie patrons. Patreon.com forward slash all gas for submitting these trades. 24-7, seven days a week. I know I couldn't get to all of them, but I appreciate those that did submit. And if you want your trades featured on the show, if you want advice, y'all know where to go, right there in the top corner. If you want access to the film, to the database, to all the other great stuff, make sure you check it out. But we got more content dropping, more new stuff cooking over here on Destination Debbie. Y'all stay tapped in. Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We're out of this thing. Peace.